that. I want to do that last song again. Okay. And then I, I'm not sure what your, your final one was, but I'm sure it'll be great after that if we want to move in there. So, Or you can, you can figure out whatever, but I definitely want that one song. Um, and, you know, when, when, when God begins to speak, um, you got to listen. And, and so what I'm trying, to, what I want you to understand is, you know, that what's happening now, and I, I told you this would happen with me. So, um, I'm, you know, we, we just got to listen to what God is saying. And, um, but, but at the same time, what you need to understand is God doesn't do something like this because he just wants to be like, well, look, I'm going to mess up your service. God is desperately trying to get our attention on something, Okay. And so what I need you to do is I need you to trust God right now. Trust that I am not going to do something like this unless I am 100% sure that God is speaking very, very clearly about some things that we really, God really, really wants to do, okay? And I'm going to tell you this straight up, right up front. If you walk out of here and you are the same way that you are, do not, do not blame God. Okay, God is here and God is just... I mean, he's not wanting to do something little, okay? You know, there are days in our lives where we put on the calendar and we say, this is my birthday or this is my anniversary. This is one of those moments where if you will let God, this is one of those days that he will put on your calendar. That you will look back on it and you'll go, this is a day where something major happened. And you, you need to understand that, okay? Because I feel like we're here there are many people that are here, and, you know, I'm not saying this to get all super spiritual, but, I mean, like, as we were over here, God was literally putting people and situations on my heart. And I'm not going to stand up here and say, this is who this is for, but I could do it, okay? Now, you get to be obedient. That's how this works. But please, listen closely. Listen to what God is saying. This is one of those moments where literally Jesus is saying, those who have ears, let them hear. Open your ears and open your heart. Don't let anything get in the way of what God is trying to do in you. And I say you, I mean all of us. This is all of us. Okay? We're going to be in John 11 very quickly. In John 11, it's the the story of of Lazarus. And and, and obviously, most of us know this story. Lazarus has died. Jesus shows up. He goes to the tomb. And Jesus begins to pray in verse number 41. It says, Father, thank you for hearing me. 42, you always hear me, but I said it out loud for the sake of those people standing here so that they will believe you sent me. And this is important. This is what we're going to focus in on the next couple verses. Then Jesus shouted, Lazarus, come out. And the dead man came out. His hands and feet were bound in grave clothes. His face was wrapped in a headcloth. Jesus told them, unwrap him and let him go. So we have this this amazing story that most of us know and most of us have heard before, okay? Of Jesus, he goes, Lazarus has been dead, dead for a couple days. Jesus goes to the tomb. And Jesus could have done this in a number of different ways, but we see this this picture where they roll the stone away. And Jesus speaks into something that's dead, and the dead thing comes alive again. 
But there's, there's some things here that you need to catch. There's some things here that God is trying to get you to understand. Okay? Because here's the thing, what we have to understand, it happens in my life, it is happening in my life, it is things that God is trying to do in my life that honestly quite just, you know, I don't want him, it's not that I don't want him to do it, but it's just hard. It's hard to put my pride down, it's hard to put my, my feelings down, it's hard to, to do this because I don't necessarily want to. And that's a stupid thing to say, but it's what we do sometimes as people. And that's quite simply this. There are things in our life that cause death in us. There's things in our life. There's things that people do. There's things that we go through. There's situations. There's circumstances. Some of which are completely not our fault and some that completely are our fault. But basically it brings us to death. It brings us to death. It puts us in that tomb. And when we're in that tomb, we have to understand something that Jesus loves to bring life into dead things. He loves to take things that are death and brings them into life. And so God will speak into us, into that moment, into that situation, into that death. And he'll say, come out. He doesn't say you can stay living in the tomb. He doesn't say, listen, yes, you're alive now, but you stay in there. Because what you have to understand is dead things belong in tombs. Living things belong outside of tombs. And for people that are here, there are things that have happened. And that it's happened sometimes a long time ago. Some things that happened right now. And you know exactly, because I believe very strongly that the Spirit is speaking to people right now. And you know exactly what I'm talking about. Something a father did, something a pastor did, something a wife did, something a boss did, something a family member did, a friend did. They are things that brought death into you. And you have been living in a tomb. And yes, you've accepted Jesus, and that's awesome. Yes, you've, you've, you come to him and you said, Father, come and make me alive again. And he has spoken into those dead things, but you are still living in the tomb. It is your address. It's where you live. No matter what happens in your life, you always go back to it. When things things go wrong, you blame it. When things happen, you don't understand. You look at it and you go, the way I am, I am the way I am because of that. And you live in the tomb. It's your address. It's where you live. It's where your mail gets sent. And you've got to understand something. Jesus has spoken to you. He wants to heal you. He wants to bring you out of the tomb. And that's hard because we have ident- you have identified with that. That is like who you are. It's like literally when you meet somebody and you start having a relationship with somebody, it is you tell them your name and then you begin to tell them you're hurt. You begin to say, this is what happened. This is why I can't do this or I can't do that because of what happened, because of the way I was raised or the way I was treated or the way I was hurt. I am tired and I'm I'm hurting for people that look at Jesus and go, oh, yeah, I love Jesus, but I hate his church. Why do they hate the church? They hate his church because, yeah, they're, 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 they're living, quote, unquote, but they're still in the grave. They are living in a tomb and they can't even realize it because it becomes so ingrained in who they are. It's one of the issues why I have such a hard time or why we have such a hard time understanding us as sons and daughters of God because sons and daughters of God don't live in tombs. But we've identified ourselves that way. And we've said, this is who I am. And when Christ has called you out, he said, no, that thing is dead. That thing is buried. You need to leave it in the tomb. But then something else happens. 
Some of us are able to get out of that tomb. Some of us are able to move forward and they, we, we're able to kind of get out of that. But there's still some bondage there. Look at what the scripture says. It says that his hands and his feet were bound and there was something over his face. Jesus doesn't just come. He doesn't just give you, uh, bring you back to life and then desire to leave you in grave clothes. There is a process that God wants to do in you where he begins to remove those grave clothes because some of you are hopping around and you can't figure out why you can't run. You can't figure out why this church can't run. It's because too many of us, quite honestly, are trying to run in grave clothes. We've held on to the past. We've held on to that hurt. We've held on to those things. And so all we're doing is trying to do this. And we're trying to get to Jesus. And that's great and fine and dandy. But we're bound up. We have no freedom. Because all we are is an alive person that can't move. When Christ has not come just to make you alive again and hobble around this world. But you are holding on. You are holding on. And you are not allowing God to bring you the complete healing that he wants you to do. That he wants to do in you. This idea of Jesus saying, no, 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 no. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Not grave clothes. Not bondage. You're a kid of the king. The kids of the king do not walk around in chains. But that's what we do. And we can't understand why we have such a hard time growing. We can't understand why we have a hard time expressing who we are. We have such a hard time. Why? Because we can't move. Some of you, listen, some of you are allowing things that have happened in the past. God is calling you to do things. God is speaking to you very clearly about things that need to happen in your life. People you need to talk to, things you need to do. And you can't figure out why you're having such a hard time doing it. I'll tell you why. Because you're still in your grave clothes. Because you haven't truly let God do the miraculous you see, you got to understand something here. Jesus gives these individuals several commands. One is to Lazarus to come alive again, and the other is to unbind him. There's too many Christians walking around, they're bound up. There's too many people walking around that should have freedom, and they're bound up. Why is it that we have such a hard time expressing who Jesus is in our lives? Why do we have such a hard time expressing to others what Jesus has done in our life? I'll tell you why. Because it's pretty hard to talk to somebody and share something with somebody when you're bound up and your face is covered. In the New Testament, there was this concept of good news. Why was it good? Because they were expressing the fact that not only can Jesus make dead things alive again, he can unbind you from all the stuff, all the failures, all the hurt, all the things that have bound you up that you feel like, I can't even move, I can't even breathe. That's the healing God wants to do. 
God doesn't just want to speak to you and say, yeah, your sins are forgiven. Yeah, you're going to have eternal life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't, that's not the full life Jesus talked about. He spoke about true freedom. Freedom that comes only when the grave clothes are ripped off. And the problem is, is you can go a long time and it just almost becomes just who you are. It almost becomes how you identify. Some of you have let your failures bind you. Some of you have let the loss of something or someone bind you. Do you understand that Jesus doesn't just come to speak life to you, but he comes to unbind you? He brings freedom to the captive. When Jesus was in the synagogue and he began to read about who he was, he used those words. Listen, there is no shame in being a captive. This isn't how could you to be a captive. This is about getting free. Because there's things in my life. And luckily I have a wife that loves me enough to call me on it almost constantly. Not constantly, but a lot. And I'll begin to let those hurts come up. Those things that just aren't fair. things that you wonder and you go, God, why? Why did you let him do that to me? And you act like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Oh, I'm okay. Yeah, I've given it to God. And oh, well, you know, you put on the spiritual show. Well, you're not really healed. I don't want to do that anymore. John, you want to come on up? Hundred thousand failures. Gone. 
100,000 hurts gone. 100,000 I don't understand gone. 100,000 wise gone. I don't do this very often. But I just feel like it's just time. And I'm just going to be honest, because I'm being honest with me. Because I'm up here and I'll be the first here. But in just a moment, I'm going to call you to the altar. Which is, I guess, the front of the stairs. There's an altar over there. It doesn't matter. And you need to understand something that and I think this is good and it's right. It may make you feel uncomfortable, but I'm sorry. But I truly believe is, is it's my place and my calling to be your shepherd right now. That God speaks to me at times and shares things with me about you. Now, it, it, now you can understand... It's not like God's sitting there and I'm having lunch and God comes over and gossips about you, okay? But through interaction, through watching, through hearing, through just, just things, God will speak. And he doesn't do that because he's, he's mad at you. He does it because he loves you and because he wants his shepherd to understand his sheep, Okay? But, but let's, can I just be honest with you? There is a lot of you that are broken. Okay. Can we just please be honest? Please, can you do me a favor? Can you put your pride and stick it someplace where to just, just get it away? Can you just be honest with yourself? Because that pride keeps you in those grave clothes. But I know. I know that you feel hurting and you don't know where to turn. You know you're supposed to go to God, but it just doesn't feel like that's working. You don't listen to me, hear me. God stopped everything. And he's saying basically, listen, some of you, you're still living in the grave. And you need to come out. You've allowed this situation to bring death in you when I came to give you life. And it is time. Listen, we got plenty of time. It is time to get this taken care of. It is time to come out of the grave. And some of you have come out but you're still in grave clothes. You're bound up and you cannot function the way God wants you to function. But listen, this is not one individual. This is most of us, okay? Can we just please be honest? We're family. Can we just please be honest? Because here's the bottom line. If you had some disease 
that was ravishing your body physically. That was bringing you pain and discomfort and hurt that ultimately would end to your death. And I said, listen, up here at the front is the cure. Up here at the front is what's going to take and is going to fix it. None of you, none of you would sit there in your seat and go, nah, I'm okay. Listen, that physical thing, that's going back to the dirt. This is some deep spiritual healing that God wants to do. Some deep, deep physical, uh, spiritual helping and, and healing that God wants to do. And listen, I'm trying really, really hard right now not to start giving like specific instances. And so I'm just going to trust that, that you're just going to be obedient, okay? But listen, I will stand up before you. And I will be honest with you. I've tried to leave you, lead you with some grave clothes on because of some things that happened in my past. some things that I still just need to get healing from. Some things that I can bury for a while and then something will happen and it'll bring it all up and it just kind of comes all out again and it just, it's, it's not done. It's not healed. It's still open. It's still a wound. It's still just oozing. So I don't know if you're still in the grave. I don't know if you got grave clothes on. But this morning, I'm going to let God do what He ought to do in me. Because I'm tired of living this way. And if you are too, I'm going to pray and then I'm just going to invite you to come to the front. You can kneel, you can stand. It's up to you. I'm going to pray and maybe maybe there's there'll be somebody up here that, that you want to pray pray with. I don't care. Just let's just get healing. Here's the thing. You know exactly what I, what I'm talking about. You know exactly, man, you you could tell me what the person was wearing. You could tell me what the weather was like outside. It is so fresh and so real and so raw, and it's destroying you. And it's time. It's time. It's time. So don't be shy. Don't be afraid. Don't let your pride get in the way. It's okay to admit that you're broken because we know a God who could put all the pieces back together again. So Father, I'm hurting. And Father, God, right now, I need you to heal me for what happened to me back in Albuquerque. 
I need you to come in. I need you to take the grave clothes off because I don't know how on my own. <laughs> I don't want to walk around bound up anymore with this thing. It wasn't, it's not what you have for me. Father, I need true freedom. Not just Christianity freedom, not just bumper sticker Christianity freedom. I need complete and total healing. And Father, I know, I don't think I know there are people right now that you are speaking to, that your Holy Spirit, you're saying, come on, come on, come on, it's time. It's time to let me do what I want to do in you. Father, I pray for boldness. I pray for boldness right now. And that people would just say, you know what? It's time. It's time. It's time. So Father, bring us to you and do what only you can do. We love you. If that's you, God stopped this whole thing just for you. Come on down, get some healing. Come on down and let God do in you what only God can do. And let's just get it done. Let's get it done today.